Welcome to Three Guys, Three Questions, where three friends test the limits of propriety through the questions we ask. This week, we're sponsored by the plums that were in the icebox, which you were probably saving for breakfast. I'm Aaron L.M. Goodwin, and I'm joined as always by Andrew Savage. Say hello, Andrew. Hello. Oh, <laughs> how are those uh, How are those plums? <laughs> are they in my icebox or they're in your icebox well, they they were in your icebox <laughs> oh shoot i should probably eat those then uh, is icebox a they're, euphemism they've already been eaten oh they were so cold and so delicious or something <laughs> i'm also joined by adam has a big boy job anderson i'm a big boy now you have a big boy job <laughs> They even oh, give me they congrats. give me a laptop to take home in case I need to do work from home. Uh, they have tricked you into doing work for no money. <laughs> nope, because it's hourly, so I clock in and then I do work. Oh, shows them for I guess that's what they want you to do. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> If you're new to the show, here's how it works. Each host asks a question, then each host gives their answer. Hilarity hopefully ensues, and we move to the next question. Adam has today's first question, so take it away, Adam. My question is, what is your favorite aspect of your own personality? I really appreciate the the way you said that. It just was really easy to hear. Um, so something that, that I like about my personality is not something that I have always been good at, and that's being able to have conversation with with people for long periods of time that I don't know very well about almost anything. Ooh. This is a skill that um, I've developed in the past, like, five years. Have we one- helped you develop mm. it on this I think show? Maybe a little bit. I, I, I'm sure um, Aaron has many opportunities where he's noticed that I hadn't had that quality before in my life. Yeah, I mean, I I remember when I first met you, you you had um you had a mane of hair. You had a long I did long hair. You looked like a um almost like maybe you were a Revolutionary War reenactor. That was your hair status. Yeah, yeah, that's that's about um <laughs> Andrew. Were you a Revolutionary War reenactor? Please no, say I was. Yes. I was still living that war. It's still <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no acting needed. <laughs> He, but he was, he was, uh, very, uh, quiet. I, I mean, I would say not, maybe quiet's not the right word, but he just was not engaging in conversations. Um, but when he did, he was almost like a, like a conversational puppy. That sounds about right. Like, I remember you would get, if you, if you did, if you did get excited, like most of the time you were just sleeping in the corner, mm-hmm. but then when you got excited, you went hog wild. Yeah, like, spin it in right. circles, and you're really want to talk about it. Yeah, and then no one wants to talk to you. A, I really want to have a conversation with a puppy now. <laughs> what do you guys think a puppy would say? I think it'd be a really one end, one way conversation, and it's yeah. if it's anything like my puppy, it's belly rubs. That's pretty much it. <laughs> belly rubs, belly rubs, <laughs> belly rubs. I noticed yeah, that you're not my... giving me a belly rub right now. I'm like, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> it's my doggo too. She literally moves your hand. If you try to pet her anywhere else, she will take her paw and move your hand. To it's like sexual assault. Is there like, uh... <laughs> yeah, it's just like no, but it's actually going the opposite direction. <laughs> it's like, oh, gosh. Um, but yeah, so like it's been it's been a, like a it's a talent that I have learned how to do. One, some examples of why it's pretty awesome 
is um, we had um, some AWS people come in a few weeks ago to install some new server stuff. And Amazon. I was like, yeah, Amazon. Um, but they, mm-hmm. but I, you know, I can talk to the, like these people that I don't know at all about nothing. And I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's good for building relationships. Um, but also like, um, even more recent than that, I was, uh, in my classes, I've come to realize that I need to know everyone in my classes, at least by sight and like to say hi, because when I don't know how to do something, they are my go-to. And if I have some sort of relationship with them, even if it's just talking to them a little bit about something stupid, it's more likely that they'll help me with the homework assignment if I'm stuck. I Welcome a, to humanity. I yeah, have it's, a follow-up <laughs> question for you, Andrew. Yeah, go ahead. How do you do that? Just talk about <laughs> anything? <laughs> um, How this do is a skill I would like to develop. Um, the, the biggest advice I could give anyone who's looking to develop such skill is learn about talking about the person instead of about yourself. So that, that I ask them questions. No, not necessarily <laughs> questions, but so, notice something about them. Like, uh, the, the guy from AWS, I know that their headquarters are in Portland. So I ask him like, Hey, I was thinking about maybe moving to Portland sometime. What's it like? How do you like it? And then he tells me about how twice a year they have nude um, marathons that go right by his house. He says, besides that, it's great. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to say, other than that, it's awful. (laughs) Yes. No, but it's, it's, you know, you just like look for like context clues about them. Like I I noticed um, in my... uh, um, my programming class, my Java class, um, this guy I was sitting next to, he had a Batman shirt on. I'm like, and I just asked my dude, are you excited for the new justice league? And then we just talk about that for a little bit. I don't know. Was if, anybody, was he excited? Was anybody excited for that movie? No, no, that's what I came to. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no. He's all same as everyone else. <laughs> it's more like anyway. when you see like a, someone to wear a sports Jersey of a team that never wins. It's kind of just like, well, maybe one day. <laughs> uh, another reason that i'm asking is because with my new grown-up job i actually have a commute but i carpool with someone because i get horrible gas mileage mm. and it's basically like an hour of silence every morning and afternoon and sometimes i feel like maybe i should fill that silence um that's probably a good idea because we've we've run out of the easy conversation topics like hey where are you from and how did you get to utah um that was like five minutes so (laughs) (laughs) and Um, i've been at this job for two weeks so that's like 14 hours um i it's like it's interesting like when you start talking about someone or like instead of talking about yourself how much someone's willing to share and not asking like so much like oh where are you from or like how'd you get here but so much so like what are your interests or like how's work what part of your aspect of your work you like people kind of just open up in my experience I'm I'm really grateful for somebody who was a mentor to me who pointed me um I don't remember it was like either while I was in high school, like, or later on, right after high school, 
but they pointed me towards the book uh how to win friends and influence people by by dale carnegie which sounds like um like a joke <laughs> like honestly you, the title you, of that book sounds like how to be a sociopath like right right it does but it's actually um it's really really good because all it all it is is like he he does a very good job of putting into understandable terms how to be a good conversator like <laughs> how to be a good friend basically but in a in a different way um and since it was like back uh, like in the turn of the century i think he wrote this like or like the early 20th century it's not like super uh whiz bizzo like you know it's it's not talking about like um stupid like i don't know do you know what i mean like the kind of self-help yeah. stuff that's it's not like a lot of buzzwords and synergy yeah and- it's like it's like actually yes it's exactly it's like actually practical but i put in the in the chat like the principles that he has that he kind of goes over which sound like really dumb but they're actually really good ba- i'm going through it's them right basically now. what you were talking about like you know like make it about other people. Like if you put actual interest into other people, they really respond. And it's I... not like as a means to manipulate them is that as a means to build a relationship. Yeah. And it's, and it's like, it's fun. Like having conversations with people and talking to people is it, it, it's fun. Like you get to know people and you learn things The I was looking through the list. And one of the things that's really important for me is it says, remember the importance of a name. I am terrible mm. with names so much. So bad with names. I'm so bad. I don't even remember who you guys are very often. Yeah, that's what, without Facebook, <laughs> there's a lot of times I would not remember anyone's name ever. I just look oh, so yes. up. I have to look up there. Like, I'm like, oh, I know they said something about this. Oh, that's their name. Okay. <laughs> so, but so the, what I do is like, it's like the, one of the points is remember the importance of someone's name. I make it a point to when I meet them, they introduce themselves. I have to say their name at least five times to them and it's it's not Hi, so andrew much, it's nice to meet you andrew well not like that but just i had thoughts just so that i can remember it or i will forget it hello andrew how are you doing today andrew well if you talk like a sociopath you're gonna turn into a sociopath <laughs> by the transitive so, property i was i was looking at this list and i was like okay this could be advice that i could use but i looked at the f- First item on the list, and I'm already out. I'm just going to, I'm cursed to be a bad conversator forever. Because <laughs> item number one is don't criticize. Boom, I'm done. I can't, I can't get past that one. You That's can actually... criticize other people. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a good way to start a conversation. <laughs> I don't know if that's good advice, I'm but joking, um, it's a way, it's a loophole. It's like, hey, you see that guy over there? Isn't he such a jerk? That's what a my dork, husband. Dork. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, so my answer is is kind of along those lines because it's a it's a conversational kind of a thing. But at some point in my life, I because I remember when I was younger. I was homeschooled. I knew I was different and I was a little bit weirder. I was overweight, you know, I was like a fat kid. Um so I I had like a like a heightened sense of awkwardness, if that makes sense. Like I was I was more aware of something being potentially awkward or of a potentially dis like uncomfortable situation coming. Does that make sense to you guys ever? Oh yeah. Like you can see, I'm following you. 
Yeah, you can like see it coming. You're like, oh, oh. And so I developed like early on like a really um, strong uh, ability to deflect awkward or uh, maybe even like conflicting like arguments or like anger or something with like humor. Oh, yeah. So to like to do like jujitsu on it, to like divert it, <laughs> you know, and turn things into a joke or sometimes even by pointing out like the, the elephant in a room in a funny way, it just like deescalates things. Um, so, so I've, I've always been pretty good at that. And people always like will say to me, how the crap did you do that? And I'm like, man, it's just like, this is one thing that I don't know why, but I just, I developed this gift to, it's like a defense do mechanism. That. Yeah. It's totally a defense mechanism. Cause I'm like, I'm stuck here with all of you too. And I don't want to be experiencing this. And usually I'm a bystander. Like, do you know what I mean? Like I'm not the object of the awkwardness. I mean, I guess I suppose sometimes I am, but, um, I think that's just, um, a tool, a survival tool that's been very useful. Like at work, the, uh, <laughs> just recently, like there was a, <laughs> there was a coworker who was being like really insistent about a solution to a problem. Right. And mm. another coworker was agreeing with him and he said, yeah, yeah, you're right. But my other, the, the first coworker is one of those people who like, has to keep saying something over and over and over again. Oh yeah. Like he repeats himself. Like, even though you're like, yeah, I agree. He'll just keep, cause he's like really unconfident, I guess maybe, or I just imagine when people do that, it's because they spent all morning talking to themselves in the mirror about how they were going to address this issue. Yeah. And then they like get (laughs) like, just like surprised when like, Oh, the person agrees with me. But I had all this yeah, planned like, out, so I gotta say all of it, <laughs> right? And so he he does that, and he steamrolls over people, and so he, and 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 finally he he left to go do something else, and then my coworker gets a call at his desk phone, and he picks up the call, and and it was actually this guy at someone else's desk who he was helping with with their computer. So he's doing a support call and he calls back to continue the conversation just in case I wanted to read like he was speaking so loud. I could hear him over my coworker's handset. (laughs) My coworker's like, yeah, yeah, no, I totally, I agree. That's like what I was saying. I totally agree. And he would even rephrase it. Like he'd say the thing back to him to make sure he knew. Yes, I understand. I agree because, as you said, you know, <laughs> and it still continued. He finally was like, "Okay, okay," and he and he hung up. And then, literally, like it seemed like instantaneously, that guy <laughs> walked back into the office, and he's like, "I was thinking about it again," and I just think, <laughs> and, I just, and I just looked at him and I said, "Do you?" do you carry a, 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 another phone with you everywhere you go? What's going on? Like, and I like, I interjected myself into their thing because I could tell my other coworker was getting really, really frustrated. Right. I can tell my <laughs> other coworker didn't realize what he was doing. And so I just like brought up some joke and just kind of like, ber- like I berated him, but like in a friendly way, if that makes sense, like, Holy cow, how did you do that? How did you get you were just on the phone? I could hear you from over here. 
and he's like, oh, <laughs> like it was it de-escalated it and it pointed out to him. It was like pointing out to him what he was doing in a way that he wasn't it wasn't like attacking him. Right. You know what I mean? So I do that a lot. <laughs> I, th- I think that's a really, really difficult thing to do. It's 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 like, um, I don't know, de-escalating situations like that is like popping a balloon. You can, if you do it just right, you can just let the air leak out. But if you do it just wrong, it explodes and everybody's upset yeah. with you. You should be the um, public relations secretary, the press secretary <laughs> for the White House. Oh, no. Maybe not this White no. House, but a White House. A White House. <laughs> if we ever have another White House, maybe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Adam, what about you? I, I think. My favorite aspect of my personality is that when I when I want to, when I really get down to it, I can be incredibly patient. <laughs> I can sit Ooh. through just about anything if I put my mind to it. Sometimes I decide yeah. that it's not worth it, but if I decide that it's worth it, I am an immovable rock. Well, maybe immovable is <laughs> not the right word. I am a movable rock. <laughs> You're is, that like, like a is that like a movable grass, beast? Like- but- I'm like the willow tree. <laughs> Just you're like the <laughs> you're like those rocks in the um, Death Valley that that move. Yeah, like, <laughs> we know they moved. We didn't see them do it, but they definitely did. No, I I feel you on that, man. Patience, it's good. And like, it's not even. I don't know. It's hard for me to explain how I'm so good at it. Which is great that I picked this answer for my own question, and I decided that it's hard to explain since we're recording a, a podcast show about yeah, it's it. As if you didn't know that we're right. coming discussing up. this. This was a surprise. Can I ask you um, a question, Adam? Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. have siblings? I do have siblings. Are they older or younger than you? Both. How many younger are you? I am are, the are middle they? child. I have an older brother and a younger sister. Okay. Well, that might be why. um like it came in really handy when i was working at a call center because sometimes people would call in and they just decided that they were going to yell at the people on the phone today and i'd just kick back like "Hmm, this is what i'm getting paid to listen to today (laughs) um i once had while i was a, a missionary i had my mission president call me up and tell me in advance of who my next assigned uh, companion was going to be. That's un- unusual, at least in where I, where I was at. That didn't happen to you. You were usually surprised the day you got assigned. Mm-hmm. But he called me like a week in advance, and he started out the conversation with, Oh, Elder Goodwin, I... Uh, you're the most patient man I know. And I was all, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to assign you with, name redacted. Uh, he's, uh, every single other person he's been with has hated him and wanted to kill him. <laughs> I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but I, so I think, I, I mean, people have said that of me a lot and I always just tell them like, I'm not patient. I'm just really lazy. <laughs> honestly i think that's the key to patience i think it's deciding you know, that it's not worth the effort i think virtues like are these things where it's like on it's like a stick right it's like a 
it's like a spectrum and on one end is a virtue and on the other end is a vice. <laughs> and I think that's what it is. Like, I think people are given the stick. This is like an inherent part of who you are. And if you're not mentally healthy, if you are not doing well, it's going to become a vice and it's become laziness. But otherwise, it can become a virtue and it's going to be patience. I don't know. What do you think about that? Does that gel? That's how I feel about myself. Like, Yeah, that kind of gels. I think a really important part of patience, though, versus laziness, is that with the weight, with laziness, you're still annoyed and it kind of festers. You're just too lazy to mm. do something about it until it boils over. Yeah. But with patience, it actually... It actually rolls off your back, like it's it just actually washes gone. over you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's 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 amazing how when somebody is angry and you're patient with them, so like instead of responding, if you're just quiet and you let them go, ninety nine percent of people are going to get tired eventually, and then they'll be <laughs> and then and then you can just say whatever you want, <laughs> like good old rope a dope. And as a when and when you're on the other end. There's nothing more frustrating than someone not letting you be mad anymore. <laughs> exactly. <You're just> like, <laughs> oh man, I'm just I don't have the strength to be mad anymore. Yeah. Sometimes I'm a little worried that my patience um it's less patience and more immediate revenge for someone being angry at me. It's like, "Oh, you want to be mad at me? Yeah, I'll show I'll make you feel bad about it, that's for sure." It's like anger jujitsu. <laughs> It's like yes, I'll make you. I'll make you use your are, own anger against you. Are people are people often angry at you, Adam? Like you just don't seem the type. No, of I mean person just like who just when inspires it anger when it happens. To be honest, though, sometimes because um, I follow a lot of people who follow you on Twitter, who I know you actually know, right? But to me, they're just strangers from the webernet, uh-huh. and I'm not that familiar with them. And a lot of times when they they like drag somebody and see like they're like subtweeting somebody mm-hmm. i always first think could that be adam <laughs> could, could, could poor could could my poor boy adam have done that does it sound like my like my good adam doesn't sound but like maybe my adam's large not son. a good boy maybe he's not he's like my large son <laughs> but uh i but i but every time i'm like i just it's hard for me to imagine Adam making many people very angry. Like, I just, I don't know. I feel like I don't make people angry, but I feel like I'm, I am the recipient of a lot of people's anger. Because sometimes people just want to be the emotional version of a punchable face. Yes, I have an, I have a punchable emotion. (laughs) A punchable psyche, maybe? I don't know. I have a punchable Someone's punching someone. There's a lot of martial arts going on in this first answer. This I feel like I need to change my answer because I don't not- know. Maybe I think I think people are like, "Hey, he's got a doughy face. Let's yell at him." And then I'm like, "I'll show you. I've got glasses. You wouldn't. You'd be. You'd feel bad if you hit me, wouldn't you?" It could be worse. People could see my doughy face and like, "Oh, I should put donuts in there." Well, I guess I'll eat more of these donuts. <laughs> I don't know what happened to this metaphor, but it seems to have gone off the rails. <laughs> and with that, I think we should move to the next question. Let's go to the next question. <laughs> hey, it's me. Hey, guys, uh, what 90s trend or what forgotten 90s trend needs to come back in fashion? Um, 
I don't know. I don't remember. You don't remember the 90s? <laughs> well, I forgot. Gone. It was a forgotten trend. <laughs> forgotten by the populace is my probably what I should have said. Okay. Um, I think there's something that took place in the 90s that I don't, I don't think most people remember this, but the 1990s was the golden age for sports drinks. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> <laughs> there were more sports drinks in the 1990s than there have ever been in the entire history of the world combined. <laughs> it's to for those who don't know who who are born after or in the during the nineties. You think about how many energy drinks there are now. Sports yeah. drinks, yeah, sports drinks times two. You, you, <laughs> you had like fizzy sports drinks. You had non fizzy sports drinks. You had sugar sugar free. You had um, sports drinks that were like. Uh, in the form of gum. Or like the know? brands and the different flavors of all the brands. Yeah. I mean, you could go to I McDonald's mean, and get a sports drink with your meal. Yeah. I mean, it was it was pretty crazy. Um, what Gatorade only to- had like four flavors, though, at the time, yeah. which is weird. Well, four <laughs> colors. <laughs> here's, the thing, four colors. <laughs> here's the thing, though, I miss most about the sports drinks of the 90s, the advertisements. You yes, you don't see Gatorade That's exactly advertising what I was gonna anymore, say. or Powerade or whatever. No, or is, all sport is yeah. Powerade <laughs> even still around? Barely. Uh, I th- yeah, I think Coca Cola owns them now or something. Have you ever been to like a um, like a concession stand? You're like, I want a sports drink because of all the sports I've been doing. <laughs> and you're like, Hey, can I get a Gatorade? And they're like, Oh, is uh, is Powerade okay? Powerade is the Pepsi of sports drinks, <laughs> which is ironically Ooh, owned by Coca Cola. <laughs> now, listen, have you ever had the white cherry Powerade? Oh yeah, it's good. It's Has amazing. Anyone? I have. Like, I think it's cherry, or, or it's, it maybe accident? it's called Arctic Rush or something. I don't know, but the white one, <laughs> it's like cherry lemonade. I don't know what it is, but it's amazing. I haven't. Gatorade has three different kinds of cherry flavor. And they're all different colors, but they're all cherry. There's I just a remember- cherry, there's a red cherry, and there's a white cherry. Yeah, what has happened with Gatorade recently? Why have they been like, oh, what we need is more flavors. That's what people drink I for, feel right? like ga- what happened with Gatorade is what's happened with business generally in these United States and in the world, that all of the different little small companies were bought out by the mega company. Right. This happened with flavors. So now there's just one giant company that owns all of the flavors. They bought their competition out. Yeah, it's it's monopoly. You know what I mean? It's yeah. But like no back in the good old take days, the antitrust tack to it. Back in the good old days of the '90s, you could go to the you could go to the sports stand or the gas station, and be like, "Hey, let me get a red Gatorade," and they'd be like, "Yeah, here's a red Gatorade." But now you're like, "Hey, let me get a red Gatorade." Now they have to ask you which shade. Got a which of these that? ten? <laughs> I just I just missed the ad. Oh, My favorite me, Gatorade. Let ads, me get the though. mauve Gatorade. <laughs> yeah, but but I missed the ads because my favorite Gatorade ad was the one like the picture where it was like a like a dark light was on and it looked like their sweat was the Gatorade. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. And I just remember Sweating thinking like that's got to be so sticky. <laughs> <laughs> I or, liked my favorite Gatorade commercial was the one that had the the world's greatest song ever written 
throughout all time, like Mike, if I could be like Mike, I want to be, I want to be like Mike. It was about, you wanted, this child wanted nothing more in the world than to be like Michael Jordan. Did they make a and movie the about that? do that was through drinking Gatorade. <laughs> yeah, wasn't there a movie called Like Mike? I think I think there was, but I'm not sure if it was about the same thing. Somebody I think it was. I think it was shoe based. Like he found the shoes and I made him have. Yeah. Oh. Gave him Michael so it wasn't Jordan even powers somehow through, through Gatorade. No, but they probably Gatorade probably attached themselves to it somehow. Oh, and this was 2002, and little Bow Wow starred in it. So <laughs> this is the end of my search. Yeah. Because I do not want to dive any deeper into that. <laughs> no more with little Bow Wow. Yeah, I mean, Gatorade was such a powerhouse in the 90s. Like, if there was a, if there was an intellectual properties in which somebody was running, Gatorade sponsored it in some way. Well, no, but here's the thing. So the, 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 the sports drink wars, you had Gatorade sponsoring the greatest basketball player, Michael Jordan. And then all sport had to get a basketball player. And so they got Shaquille O'Neal, Shaq Fu that. himself. And it was like, oh, do I go with the one who's like, you know, not not as amazing, but like much bigger and funnier and, you know, like does Kung Fu. <laughs> and it's in movies. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, here's a here's a question. And maybe hmm. maybe they should leave this for uh, people who know. I think Powerade but- had someone lame like Penny Hardaway or something. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> Get Anyways, <laughs> so um, I would say that the decline of sports drinks probably coincides with Gatorade buying all its competition and not having to advertise as much. Yeah, it was a renaissance, and now corporate greed has stifled any competition. And they're pretty much shooting themselves in the foot now. I'm sure they still make plenty of money, but... <laughs> I'm sure they do all right. Yeah. I think I think Gatorade declined when somebody was like, hey, what if we put caffeine in this? And then Rockstar was born. No, if someone saw a bag of sugar and they said, let's put some caffeine in that. And that's when Rockstar <laughs> was born. Uh, I can't, I I can't like eat Rockstars, guys. <laughs> it hurts my teeth. It feels like I'm just I- like drinking <laughs> Smarties. <laughs> liquid, liquid Smarties. I I drink what I consider to be the gentleman's rock star, which is um it's the orangeade one. It's got a little bit less caffeine. Oh, I've had not, that one. You, it's not that bad. Caffeinated. Do you, do you put it in a scotch glass with a round ice cube? Put it put it in a snifter. <laughs> no, he does it hard. He puts it in a flask and hides it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like really tired for work, and I came in and I stopped by and I got like three of them and I sat all three of them on my desk and lined them up. My boss was like, so, <laughs> you doing all right? I'm like, yeah. But, uh. Uh, 90s. That's what we were talking about, right? Uh, oh, yeah, the 90s. So my answer, uh, I think that the forgotten 90s trend that needs to come back into fashion is impeaching presidents. Here, here, here. <laughs> Well, we'll see what happens. <laughs> nothing is going to happen. I, I'm nothing gonna is going to happen. Nothing ever. It's the worst. Nothing <sighs> means anything anymore, and anyone can do anything they want. Sorry, I depressed nothing, everyone with my very nothing's funny joke. nothing's funny anymore. There's just like, I mean, 
I I just posted an image, a, a glitched out image of the I'm just a bill, I'm up on capital <laughs> on Facebook. Nothing's funny anymore. That's it's life. Like, it's like we're living in a Dadaist recreation of life itself. <laughs> it's, it's the worst. Everything Ugh. is absurd. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't know what the guy, what the guy can do. If he came out right now and said, I'm not going to sign any tax reform, I bet you he would be impeached in 48 hours. Oh, yeah. They would work over the weekend to impeach him. I just think all he has to say- They would handwrite the impeachment papers. (laughs) (laughs) They would have to. I was thinking about it. I'm like, because um, I was talking to people. I'm like, what? What's one thing that this person could do that make you not support him? And like, if he came out and said he was pro life or pro choice, so I was like, there's got to be some documents somewhere. There's got to be some documents that 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 like some receipts for abortions he's paid for. Right. I mean, and there's come on. <laughs> luckily, he's hiding under the government protected privacy from doctors about that stuff. So. Um, here's the thing. Like I I used to think all these calls for impeachment, I thought like, you know, these things like Tom Steyer, like (laughs) dude, spend your money some other way. Okay. (laughs) Like if we just, if we just give in to public pressure, we're like, fine, we'll impeach him. (laughs) Jeez, leave me alone. Then it will set off like huge consequences. And then what'll happen is we'll just every election it'll be about, well, you know, we'll impeach him. Like it'll like every president will get impeached after that. And then, and I thought that was a bad thing. And then today I was, I was sitting in the, or standing in the shower and I was like, I'm okay with that. Let's, let's start the trend. (laughs) Let's impeach everyone. Impeach them. They can't do anything. Right. That's great. (laughs) <laughs> Everybody's above reproach. Nobody is above reproach. Yeah, I don't care. They 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 look like they they eat their their sandwich wrong. Impeach them. I don't care. Like as long as the American people elect people in Congress and they tell them, please impeach this president. Just impeach him. I don't care what it, what it's over. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. Impeach him. All of them. I want I want there to be four hundred impeachments because it seems like that's the whole point of impeachment. Right. There's no like rules of impeachment that say, oh, they well, no, they have to commit exactly these crimes. The only thing is like high crimes and misdemeanors. High crimes means anything that brings shame to America, which like, have you seen like half the presidents we've ever had? If you feel, have you heard the the latest story that's not politically like not about actual like laws and stuff or is I guess if anything checks the box about shame of this country is the fact that I guess the white house is now infested with roaches. What? That, I heard it's like yeah, full of vermin. Yeah. And both s- metaphorically and somehow <laughs> truth. the, the toilet in the oval office is broken, but who would be using that? Right. <laughs> listen, listen, I cannot, when, when the article comes out in, in, uh, what ah, where would this come out in BuzzFeed? Obviously, there's going to be an article in a couple of weeks about the massive fatberg sitting <laughs> under the White House, right? And it's just Donald Trump's greasy KFC full uh, dude wipes. 
that he's just been <laughs> flushing down the toilet as he sits on there tweeting and watching his Fox and Friends. There's probably a giant fatberg under there, and that's going to be yet another thing that the next president has to come in and clean up. Guys, so, I just, I just he's literally going to be cleaning crap. <laughs> I just thought of the most amazing reality show we could do. Oh gosh! Oh, Hoarders White House edition. <laughs> <laughs> but because like there's a hundred percent, hundred percent chance that Donald Trump and his age-induced senility is now a hoarder. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> what would he keep in there, though? I mean, I feel Anything. like he cares. Like just DVRs and DVRs and DVRs of just just DVRs, just DVDs of Fox News recordings. <laughs> it's just gonna be the entire box sets of Apprentice. <laughs> <laughs> just the old unsold copies of boxes of them, and a single picture of his father. Just stacks <laughs> of newspapers that he's paid someone to make. That tell him how great he is, just stacks and stacks and stacks. Like he, Let's you have be to honest, like he's, dig out he's, a path. He's got a walk-in closet full of complimentary Infowars supplements <laughs> that he's gotten from Alex Jones. You know he does. Rainforce Plus. <laughs> oh, he's got a bunch of those. What are those like? Uh, what are they called? Like Patriot packs? Those meals? Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Pioneer Patriot Packs. I what about those, those? All these people that weight loss ones. What about those ones? <laughs> I don't even know, man. I I've I used to like dip into that stuff because I thought it was funny, but I don't think it's funny anymore. <laughs> I reached a point where it's not funny. To was me. it was it also like six months? Because that's when it would stop being funny for me. Yeah, probably around then. I'm gonna really enjoy which of our listeners we alienate on this episode. By the way. <laughs> What were we talking about in the nineties? <laughs> yeah, if if you're if you're mad at me for my opinions, you can tweet at me at that Adam kid. Just let me know so I can block you. <laughs> uh let's yeah, more impeachment. I, I agree. Not more fun... presidents uh abusing their powers to get sex. Exactly. And I mean <laughs> abusing I mean, their position. Here's how I see it. If if you've run a campaign and gotten elected, you've definitely done something shady enough to deserve impeachment. Because campaigns are <laughs> it's dirty. It's just a matter of so you should be to. impeached. Yeah, our political really? process should now go elect a president, send them to jail. Like that's there really, we go. Really, the only reason you should not be impeached is it's a it's a sign of forgiveness of of. Of the American people saying we're giving you a second chance. <laughs> if you're if if we didn't give you a second chance, like you just straight to impeachment. Right. Well, I there mean, should if always be that threat hanging over there, that sword of impeachment. Yeah, I think so. Well, I think there should be as soon as you're elected, automatically impeached, and then if you survive the impeachment, you're like okay, he's good to go to be the president. Oh yeah, that- but we just have an election every six months. Because, or. <laughs> Let's bring this back. Instead of an election, we just put both of the candidates into the Wolverine room. Ooh. All back to season one. <laughs> Listen, That's where a sound effect would go. I feel like we were, <laughs> we were really ahead of the curve. And I think we, we were inspired to come up with the Wolverine room. For those who don't know what the Wolverine room is, um, let me summarize it. It is a it is a room for resolving disputes and disagreements and conflict. 
What it is, is if you have two parties who have a conflict or disagreement or a dispute, you offer them a deal. And the deal is fix it or enter the Wolverine room. And the Wolverine, all it is, is it's a, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a room, an empty room with a Wolverine in it. <laughs> and that Wolverine's hungry and that Wolverine's angry. And the Wolverine is the arbiter. If you come out alive, you won. If not, you lose. You're just going to have some like super jacked dudes winning arguments. I don't think, I mean, but they don't have teeth like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. I don't know who could take on a Wolverine. I mean, the worst case scenario is that the actual Wolverine from X-Men becomes our president. (laughs) Wolverine versus Wolverine. I don't see any problem with that. <laughs> I know exactly. That's the worst thing that could possibly happen if we implement. Which the sounds great. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. Well, I'm. I don't. I hate to move on, but Andrew, what hey. answer? So, um, a forgotten trend that I think should come back in fashion is the video store, namely blockbuster mm. movie. Mm. Um, there was not just, Hollywood video. No, I wasn't a Hollywood video fan. Blockbuster, because there was like something like electric in the air when on Friday night you go to Blockbuster movie and everyone is like perusing the aisles. And then you have the. There was like a certain, there's something in the air, like. Yeah. But I remember like. It's that feeling, that's, it's that feeling on Halloween just before it starts to get dark. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Mm. Like, you know, you're like, oh, this is going to be fun. I'm going to find a movie. I'm going to get some candy. I'm going to go watch it. I'm going to forget to return it and owe $5. But it was still fun. Like, it was like going through the aisles and you didn't get to like, it's not like today where you're like, oh shoot, I want to watch this movie. I'll just go to Amazon. They have it. I'll pay $5 to rent it. But that you go to Blockbuster and you have to rent something that's in the store or you have to either go somewhere else or just give up. Yeah, and sometimes it got real desperate. Oh, yeah. Sometimes I, <laughs> shoot, man. I don't really want to see Police Academy again, but it's the only thing here that I want to watch. And so you watch yeah, it again. Sometime, yep. Sometimes it's like, oh, hey, I guess we're renting Three Ninjas Kick Back one more time. Yes. <laughs> um, but what I loved was renting Sega Genesis games. Yes. On the weekends. <laughs> and the thing is, this before internet and like i was a child so i didn't like have like subscriptions to video game magazines so i had no basis on whether a game was worth my time or not except for the awesome artwork <laughs> of the boxes <laughs> that was the only thing and i'm sure that that's what those game makers were counting on and often the artwork had no real connection to what the game would actually look like or be oh yeah I remember one time I was looking through and like me and my brother would have to agree on the game. That was like the rule is that we'd have to agree on it. Um, and I remember one time I was like, shoot, I want to play this where Waldo's game. I love where's Waldo. There's a game of it should oh, be awesome. No. Oh, Guess what? It wasn't. Oh. It was not awesome. <laughs> but I rented it. <laughs> and like, the problem is, is like when you rent like a, a movie that way, you are committed for the next two or three days. Like you, this is what you're going to play. This is what you're going to watch. And if you don't like it, then you wasted your money. So you just tried to make the most of it. And I remember trying to make the most of it. It was really bad. It was a bad choice. 
Mm-hmm. I did. I did that exact same thing with the Taz the Tas or Taz the Tasmanian Tiger game. <laughs> yeah. That- Wait. Tasmanian Devil. Tasmanian, Tasmanian Devil. Devil. That's right. Yes. Yeah, that was a bad game. That was a really difficult game too. It was, it was really hard and bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just there's so many bad games that I. But I used to do the same thing. But I had it. We had a, a Super Nintendo Entertainment System. So, but same. You know what game? Same was general really good idea. though. The Jurassic Park game for Sega Genesis. <laughs> yes. Where you could play as the raptor. That was so hard for me. I couldn't do it. I was just like was that all the time. Super hard, but I loved it so much. <laughs> the Jurassic Park game was the only game that I remember that you could use the Nintendo mouse that came with Mario Paint. Like, <laughs> right. there was only two games that worked with Mario Paint and Jurassic Park for some reason. <laughs> It was so weird. Those were good times. Was, yeah, it was. It like it was like I don't remember how much it cost because I didn't have any concept of money then. But it, it you know, it was fun. It was exciting. Yeah. But I think well, like you yeah. can't you can't rent video games like that anymore. No, no, you can't. It's womp 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 womp. But yeah, all of the like young young you know millennial kids listening to this show are just like completely lost we're all millennials on this show i mean but like the real millennials <laughs> like born like, before I, 2001 whatever those or, young or after 2001 yeah. call yeah. the ones who don't even remember 911 Oh man, that's so weird. <laughs> Guys, I have to tell you a story real quick. So in my last semester, okay. it was my um prop or modern art and propaganda in the twenty first or the twentieth century. And I had and it was like my <laughs> we were talking about modern day propaganda. And it was I was asked to explain what it was like to live through two thousand or uh nine eleven. And I was what? like like you, you were start... like you were the old person in the class. <laughs> yeah, like well, yeah, pretty much. <gasps> oh, <laughs> well, gosh. everyone is like eighteen or nineteen, and I quickly did the math. I was like, oh shoot, they weren't even in grade school yet. They don't even really remember. Did you just start singing? I'm proud to be an American. <laughs> or at no. least I know I'm free. I started making stuff up, but I don't think they caught it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we just had these posters of Rudy Giuliani everywhere. I mean, I lived in California. Salute them. (laughs) We'd all we'd take ten minutes and just yell at it. It's America's mayor. (laughs) My question is: uh, What wisdom have you received from another person that made a big difference in your life? So my answer: I feel really bad because I can't say who gave me this advice because like you don't want to or you don't remember no 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 like i don't remember oh because the first time i heard it i was just like oh yeah i mean whatever i'll just take credit for it don't worry right but like (laughs) it's it's like somewhere in the back of my brain i remembered it and then sometime later i was like oh i should try doing that but it's like you know how the golden rule is treat others how you would like to be treated. Yeah, yeah. And that's, do, one, that's do pretty... unto others as you would have done unto you. Exactly. 
That's not the advice that I don't remember where I know where that comes from. I just want to clarify. (laughs) But this advice is like taking that a step further where you don't treat other people like you want to be treated. You treat other people like they want to be treated. Mm. You know what's funny? What? I think this advice came from me. (laughs) (laughs) Somehow I don't believe you. I don't think it did. No. Uh, well, that's interesting because I remember giving someone this advice one time. Was it me? <laughs> I don't remember. Anyway, which if it was, it was you, but it was in that time period when we were around it, each other. You know what? If it hmm. was you, great advice. Uh, thank you. Because it's just a, it's just a good rule, you know. And I and I don't think that it like supersedes the golden rule or anything. I think it's just another way of frame of phrasing it that makes you rethink about it. Because because you often assume. Right. That that you understand how other people would like to be treated because mm-hmm. it's exactly what you would want. But that is exactly. often not the case. Right. Exactly. But like, you know, you want to be treated the way that you want to be treated. So you should treat other people the way that other people want to be treated. So what if I that assume that that person just likes getting kicked in the side of the head? Then you're bad at empathy. Okay. I'll work on that. I mean, if they really do want that, I mean, you give it to them. Like, if they're, uh, if they've got some sort of weird kink thing that that's what they want, and you want to be there for that, (laughs) and they have some sort of alien face hugger, they probably really want to be treated that way right now. Yeah. Mm. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, Well, I don't know if it's like if it's a face hanger or white. Never mind. Never mind. (laughs) I don't know what you guys are talking about. The goldener rule. <laughs> the gold. Yeah, that's that's what I'd like to call this. The goldener rule. You're an English major, right? I'm not sure what the goldenest rule would be. <laughs> hey, if I know the rules, I can break the rules. Okay. Mm. If I know the golden rule, I can break the golden rule. No, that's no, that doesn't apply. Would <laughs> you? Would you? Would you tell this to Robert Redford? I, I mean, if he if he turned in some copy to you, <laughs> do, you do you guys think Robert Redford's He's all, Adam, I need you to fix this. <laughs> do you think he listens to our podcast now oh he definitely oh 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 bob me and bob go way back he definitely i think listens. you next time you run it was like the him. first thing i told bob about when we definitely met on my first day working at sundance <laughs> when you run into hey, him, I'm you on a podcast to mention it to. <laughs> i got a i got a question um when you started to work at sundance did were you issued um a variety of fleece vests <laughs> I was not unfortunately. all north North Face vests, mm-hmm. but I was I was given um, a little hair tie for my eventual how, man bun. <laughs> how much Gore Tech do you own? <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, well I'm going to answer mine because <laughs> I feel like this is going. No, forever. but I think that's really good. I think that's really good because I remember an example one time of a bunch of us friends were hanging out at In and Out. After like a, there was like an event, right? Sounds and we like all, that. after the event, we went to In-N-Out and we we're hanging out and there were some other people who were at the event who went to In-N-Out too, but they went to a separate table, completely the opposite corner of the restaurant and were eating by themselves. And one of our friends who was very motivated, you know, he was trying to be a good person. He went over there and tried to like befriend them because he knew that they didn't know a lot of us and he was, you know, cause he felt bad. He's like, here they are. They feel like ostracized. They don't, 
we were like a big group taking up half the restaurant and they were all by themselves. After he left uh, and everyone else had left, I was like one of the last people. And so I just stopped by to say hi, you know, to the other people, the other end of the restaurant, because I kind of knew them, you know, like out of everyone, I knew them probably the most. And I kind of had intuited they wanted to be left alone. Like they knew their <laughs> personality a little bit better. And I said, hey, well, it's good to see you guys. Take it easy. And they're like, hey, why did Redacted come over here? And like, what what was that about? Like, you wouldn't like leave us alone. It was this. And, and it was turned out like someone's had like a close relative that had just died. Oh, And they were like trying to like console them. And they were like a group of really close friends trying to like mourn you know what i mean like they're trying to have this serious conversation and so it was like he was treating them as he want want to be treated by including them but he wasn't empathetic enough to realize maybe something else is going on over here mm-hmm. and they purposely chose to sit by themselves and i should leave them alone so yeah and and I've I've tried to follow this rule. I don't always succeed, but and there haven't been any like watershed moments in my life where I can point out and be like, "This is that time I followed that rule and it made my life so much better." But just I feel like it's a it's a good thing to put out, and I feel like it makes the world just that much of a better place. And if I can make yeah. the world a tiny bit of a better place, then that's good. Do 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 do. Oh, is it my turn? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so um, I actually so this bit of advice actually comes from a stranger. It was actually a Reddit comment because I think there was a Reddit where someone asked what some advice you received, and this was like four or five years ago. And I remember oh, reading back it. when Reddit wasn't as much of a cesspool as it is currently. Yeah, it was still like semi decent people were on there, <laughs> not so much now. But anyway, and it just really stuck with me, and it always has. And um. I'm sure someone else might have said it, but it's still pretty awesome. But it's it when we judge other people, we judge them based on their actions. But when we judge ourselves, we ba- judge us ourselves based on our intentions. Oh, and that's really stuck with me because I think there's sometimes when we see someone and they might be annoying or they do something, you're like, "That's really frustrating," or "I don't understand that." But I, it kind of makes me take a step back. And I'm like, "Well, what was their intention?" doing this were they trying to do something good were they trying to maybe help someone or are they trying to maybe they're in a tough spot and they need to try to explain themselves or something and it kind of helps me realize that maybe my judgment is as holy as i may think it is is a little flawed already before they even make and do anything i don't know what do you guys think about that no i think that's really good i like that i was that reddit commenter (laughs) (laughs) you're welcome (laughs) it's no it's really good advice um i've 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 people have said that to me in like a similar way at uh at one point in my life and it was like when i realized it was like oh man like everybody has their reasons oh like you like to think like i have reasons for the things i do everyone else is just a some sort of creature responding to like instinct or something. But like everyone has a narrative in their head that they tell themselves, like they have a, a reason for something they have um, like 
nobody's the the villain in their own story you know oh, what yeah. i mean i think it's something that i've i've been saying to myself a lot lately especially with the political climate that usually most people do things because they feel really strongly about something and it may not be yeah. as important to me but their intentions are because they feel it's important and or they're in a tough bind or right. they feel cornered or yeah i mean and so it helps me at least humanize other people and their decisions because I think it's so easy to say that people who don't agree with me must be stupid or evil because I don't think that's true. Yeah, yeah. Most I of agree. the time. <laughs> I Sometimes you were trying people to learn are just bad people. Yeah, well, that's true. But look, true. even even like so I I got a I got some flack one time because I tweeted I had this like uh, realization this uh, like a long time ago like I, I I woke up in the morning and like my first thought was just like a really feeling of like pity for Donald Trump mm-hmm. like I felt really sad for him because it dawned on me like something must be really bad in his life to have turned out like that or to be to 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 act like that to behave that way and i can only assume that it's because of his his the way he grew up and i mean i would not be surprised in the least if it turns out that his he had like a even maybe physically abusive father yeah mm-hmm. and that he has some sort of mental health issues that stem from that that he has this desire and this need to be praised and to have acclaim and acceptance because he've never felt accepted. I think if you, if you think about that, that kind of makes the way he behaves square up and it made me feel like empathy for him. It didn't make me think, Oh, well, so that's okay. Everything he does is okay. And I think that's the same thing. Like you can still think that what people are doing is wrong but you can understand that there's some motive there. And if you, and sometimes if you can understand the motive, you can kind of understand how to maybe help them or empathize with them or support them or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that's a really good thing that you touched on is that you can, you can understand why somebody is doing bad things without condoning the bad things that they're doing. Right. And I, right. think probably- and I think that's a really important difference that a lot of people don't realize. Yeah, definitely. And yeah. I think I think that's something that all of us can need. But I think that one of the things I like about this advice... Heck, we're going to need it because it turns out everyone's like a freaking sex abuser. So. <laughs> right. But I think that it's 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 this this advice is worth two ways for me. It's the way I see other people. And I obviously because we're going to judge people whether we're trying or not. But also it works the other way is are my actions reflecting my intentions? Cause people are still going to mm. judge me the same way mm. based on my actions yeah. and not my intentions. Yeah. I might make it very obvious where I stand. Right. Yeah. I'm like, am I doing like, cause if I just do things like if I want to like, let's say there's a big conference hall and I'm putting away all the chairs for someone, but they want them all out. But my intention is to help. But if I don't make my actions clear, like if I don't actually like try, like if I don't ask them if they need help or do like, you know what I mean? Like if my intentions to do good 
or if my intentions are to do good, I need to make those my actions. Yeah. This episode got deep. I feel bad. <laughs> yeah, it did. Yeah. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> no, I think it's I think it's okay to be serious. If we're always funny, that can be exhausting. You know, if we're always speak for yourself. I love being funny all the time, twenty four seven. I've never had a serious thought in my life. It's only humor here. Wing 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 wing. Um, we can grab your mark for a second. Listen. My answer is also serious. Um, there, there was uh, somebody who's like a, a friend, somebody who like I really look up to. He's like one of the one of those like they're not like perfect. Nobody's perfect, but they're like perfect. Do you know what I mean? Like they're like <laughs> they're just like a very decent human being. Oh, your friend um, is Jesus. <laughs> Jesus once told me no, but they they told me something that they had heard before. And I'm not always like preface, even in this old episode, I have not followed this advice, but <laughs> it's good advice. And when I have remembered it, uh, it's made a difference and it's to never withhold a kind thought. So oh. a lot of times I, I especially had a hard time with this because I feel like I'm a very empathic person. Like I feel a lot mm-hmm. like when I see people, there's like some sort of empathetic response that goes on where there's kind of like a an understanding. I, I don't know how to explain it, but there's like, I'm like, like if I see someone crying, even if I have no idea why they're crying, I start to like feel emotional and it's, and it's terrible, <laughs> but there's like this sort of empathic thing I have. But a lot of times like I'll have a, a positive thought about someone but I'll be afraid to say it because I'm afraid mm. of how they will take it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think as soon I think I think there's something in your mind that when you think a positive thought, there's immediately another part of your mind that's like, no, 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 don't do it, don't do it, no, 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 no. <laughs> you're, they're gonna think you're stupid, they're gonna think you're weird, they're gonna think you're a creep, they're gonna think they're gonna take it the wrong way. You know what I mean? There's like a million of those kind of thoughts. And sometimes it's right, right? You know what I mean? Sometimes you should not say the thing. Like right. sometimes you, maybe. you'll get called into HR and like, oh crap. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, I, I do if, also if think if what you that, thought is inappropriate, don't say an inappropriate right. thing. <laughs> I, I also think just kind of going off what you were saying, I think that a lot of society has conditioned us to believe that empathy and kindness are weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Right, right, but yeah. It's not. And that if you share, if you sh- expose that you have that weakness, you'll right. be taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I don't really so much think that, I guess, but I'm, I'm sh- I mean, I guess I think maybe in certain circumstances that's been the case. But if you can just sit, take a second and rationally evaluate, is the, is the, is the kind thought, the positive thought I'm thinking about this person, is it, is it, can I phrase it in a, in a appropriate and respectful manner? Like, you know, obviously it's not if you see someone and you're attracted to their buttocks. You probably shouldn't stop. I mean, you have a lot of other things. Keep that to your, keep that to yourself. That's not kindness. That's something else. Yeah. Like you need okay. to go back and remember that you're still president and you have to work on some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so 
it, but if it's if it's like I mean you 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 know the difference between them. I mean, you know if you yeah. really think just take a step back rationally think about it. Are you and, are you are you trying to say this thing about them because you want them to feel better or because you want you to feel better? Yeah. It's well, yeah. Point. There's that too. But also, I think most people don't do that. I, I mean, I think if you that's that's rare because sometimes you can trick yourself into not saying the compliment, not saying the thing. Mm-hmm. like to withholding it because you're like, maybe I'm just being, maybe I'm just being manipulative. I don't know. But like, who cares about if, if you were being nice for the wrong reason, I mean, I guess you were still being nice. Like right. it, you, you know, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I try to base my, what I do give compliments, the rare times that I do, I try to base them on the things that people are doing and have control over rather than something that they don't have control over. Some, yeah, inherent quality. Like, you're smart right. is not a great compliment versus I think that was a good decision mm-hmm. <laughs> that you just made or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Or, like, even if it's just like, hey, I think those, I think that's a really nice shirt because they chose the shirt. Yeah, right. That's, I like, that's right. a simple one. but I it's... think uh, when I'm working with people is the best time, especially when they do something good <laughs> like i like yeah. I, I was reviewing someone's code for class and i just like left a comment like i'm really impressed this is really awesome like this is like blew my mind and i don't have to say those things it's not part of the class but i think you know it helps people feel like they're good when they're doing good yeah yeah so so you like just making it a habit to do that i found that it that it is always like a good experience and that a lot of people you think you may think that they receive a lot of kind words. They receive kindness a lot in their life. So you don't feel like you, you need to do it. Right. But like, you'd be surprised like how many people rarely feel that in their life. And so if you're, you have an opportunity to, to offer that to somebody like that can be that can make someone's day. That can make their year. You don't really know. Um, so I think it's yeah. a good idea. Yeah. So be Man, kind. This is such a feel good episode. Guys. Be kind. Rewind. <laughs> Actually, I was the one who came up with that. Oh, and did you have the stickers <laughs> yeah. that you put on the tapes uh-huh. of Blockbuster? Yeah, I invented that motto. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you think the person was? Do you think their their mind just blew up when they came up with that term? <laughs> they like, were like they weren't even galaxy brain. They were like universe brain, man. I, like their brain just exploded and the cops come on the scene. And there's just a piece they- of paper <laughs> scribbled. Be kind, rewind, that's, and he's dead. <laughs> his head explodes. True fact, that's how black holes happen. <laughs> do, do you think the guy who or woman who came up with that. Well, no, this was the nineties. So do you think the guy who came up with that (laughs) took that to the boardroom, like put it on an easel and like everybody was sitting in the boardroom. They're like, what do you got for us today? Jenkins. He's like, I'm going to blow your, I'm going to blow your minds. And he flipped over the page and he just pointed at it with his pointer. He said, be kind, rewind. And everybody just stood up and started applauding. Some guy <laughs> jumped out the window. Unclipped their, they all unclipped their Rolexes and just slid them along the long conference table at him. <laughs> you have the Rolex now. One guy just had to lean back in his chair, unbutton his top button and loosen his tie. And just like, oh my goodness. <laughs> 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 
Thanks for listening. Remember, your ratings fuel us, so please rate and share the show wherever you listen to it. You can subscribe to receive new episodes the moment they're released by going to 3g3q.co slash subscribe. A big thank you to our sponsors, our supporters, I guess. I don't know what you'd call them, but on patreon.com, you can sign up like them to get access to exclusive stuff like unreleased episodes, deleted scenes, haikus, and much more. We'd also love to hear from you. Where can people get a hold of you? Um, I, I'm on Twitter. Very few people have been hitting me up, so yeah. But there, I'm yeah, there. it's been kind of lonely. A what's, underscore sav. A underscore sav. I'm also on Twitter at that Adam kid. And if you ever feel compelled to tweet at me, remember the goldener rule. And remember that any yes. political questions will be unanswered. <laughs> yes. Also, also remember. Um, to never withhold a kind thought about us or our show. Yeah, Anytime. Especially, you just want especially to say nice things. Um, I don't know if you know this audience, but there's a whole rating system in iTunes that you can go and completely unbridle yourself from your um, inhibitions and just leave all of the kind things that you've been thinking about us this whole time that, on that review. That, that would just be super swell. I'll tell you what. That was a really good, really good pivot there, Adam. Um, <laughs> Thank you. I'm I'm on Twitter at Aaron L M Goodwin. Um, other than that, I also well, you know, before I also want you to remember that we are on GoodStuff.fm, which is a, a wonderful podcasting network. There's other shows on there. Um, they're they're great. You need to go check them out. Uh, and they they actually have their own separate patreon that kind of pools everything together um so if you want to you want to donate uh you're like oh well you know i don't want to donate to you guys but i will donate to good stuff fm throw some <laughs> throw some shekels their way throw some some bitcoin at them uh do they take bitcoin? that too yeah i'm pretty sure patreon takes bitcoin i, I would know. i would like coin? one bitcoin that's all i need oh okay that's all you need other than that, uh, I want you to remember uh, that uh, a conversation is is mostly a form of martial arts. There's, there's um, a winner and a loser. There's a winner and a loser. <laughs> <laughs> I also want you to remember that you can be like Mike if you just drink Gatorade, because then you'll sweat um, neon sweat, like like Michael Jordan. Um, <laughs> And I also want you to remember the goldener rule, which is treat others like you would want to be treated. I was really hoping you were going to say be kind, rewind, but okay. It's treat others (laughs) like you would want them to be treated. Oh, crap. I ruined it. (laughs) You know what? That's okay. Mistakes happen sometimes, and that doesn't, like, mar you as a person. It just means that you made a mistake and you're still a wonderful human being. Oh, can I change my answer? Because that's my new uh, wisdom that I received from another person that made a big difference in my life. (laughs) Thank you. All right. Well, everybody, remember to question everything.